step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. From the north side of the San Francisco Bay to Singapore, welcome to Urban Axe Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, business owner, lecturer, author, Master trainer, Tiaja, with over 30 years of experience in the health and fitness industry. He will challenge the fitness between your ears. So prepare your mind, body, and soul for the revolution of self-care, the evolution of fit, with real talk about real people, real health, real fitness, and the real deal behind our present illness culture. Real talk every time, all the time. Get weekly insights on how to shift your thinking, emoting, eating, training, hydrating, goal setting, and resting for you, the everyday athlete. You can cheat your fitness, but you can't steal your health flow. It's Tuesday, 9 a.m. Let's flow. So we've been on this journey for a long time. And it's been an interesting journey. And one of the things that we've been able to do is meet some amazing people. Those amazing people are elite athletes. Not just your regular athletes, but your elite athletes. Now, a lot of you are going to say, I can't relate to these people. They're superhuman, these men and women. I'll give you a little secret. They're just like you and me. I actually had a front row seat. Okay, I was at the end of the bench watching and observing and learning from these world-class, amazing kind of athletes. But I want to give you today is a window into that world that a lot of us don't have an opportunity to. And a lot of us think that these amazing athletes are there because of their talent. But Mr. Wilson and I realized it's really not. It's about a competitive mindset. They actually see and think and behave so much different than we do. And that's what I want to share with you some two key points that we saw that maybe you could use in your daily life or in your business. The two points are visualization and deliberate practice. Let's start with visualization. A lot of us think that visualization is just about seeing a goal ahead of us. But actually, these people travel in time. They actually take their, their emotions, their senses, seeing, hearing, touching, and they go into the future. What they're doing is defining their own reality, their own future, and they're living there. And then they come back, and then they have already created an imprint, a blueprint of what success is going to be for them. Let me give you an example. I used to be a really good shooter, and I used to shoot a lot of free throws. Before I shot a free throw, I would actually, and you can take the time if you want to follow with me, is close your eyes, and I would think about how I was holding the ball, I would think about the arc of the ball, I would think of a really good backspin, and it goes right through the, through the net. And what was really cool to me, if I could make the net flip up onto the, ri- onto the rim. Then all I would do was open my eyes, take a couple dribbles, 
and I would just let it go. Nine out of 10 times, I would make it, 90% of the time. What I didn't realize at that time was with neuroscience today, when you actually visualize what I was doing, you're actually using the same part of the brain as if you were doing it. And it's so powerful today, even Jordan Spieth, the number one golfer in the world, you've probably heard now with technology their communication with him. Michael Geller would say to Jordan Spieth, paint a picture. Well, what he's saying is, look at the flight of the ball. Watch it hit the green. Watch it roll onto the green. How is it going to react? Jordan would say, got it. And he says, make it happen. And so he does. One of the most powerful one of these visualizations happened with a, a gentleman named Colonel Nesmith. He was an average golfer, shot around 95, but something happened in his life, tragically. He became a prisoner of war during the Vietnam War. He was a prisoner for seven and a half years in a solitary confinement of a cell no more than five feet by five feet by five feet. What would you do if you were in that situation? Well, he didn't want to give up hope. He wanted to, to go, overcome this. So what he did is he actually played golf. He didn't think about golf. He was actually playing golf. He visualized it. So what he would do for four hours is play his golf course back home. He would put a tee in the ground. He would hit it, watch it go down the fairway, put the club back into the bag, and start walking down the fairway. He would hear the birds. He would hear the, mo uh, the clippers of the mowers. He would feel the wind on the end of it on his back, and he would keep on walking along. He would come up to his ball, and he would repeat it again, and he would feel the club in his hands. At the end of seven and a half years, he was finally released, but he did this every day. Now, remember I said that he had um, a shot around the 95 it was his handicap, or his strokes. What do you think he did when he came back after not touching a club for seven and a half years? You would think he would at least shoot a 95, but probably higher. The amazing thing is, he shot a 75, 20 strokes less than what he did by just doing visualization. This is a more powerful tool that we can use. Duncan was an all-around athlete in my junior high school, the son of farmers. He was tall for his age and already had the chest of a man, which strained the tight, tacky plaid shirts he wore. He had a rural, southern accent, yet still spoke better English than most of the guys I knew. Even in gym class, he mostly wore coveralls, but no one dared make fun of him because of his imposing size. Duncan was already a man amongst us boys. He worked at his father's modest restaurant at the school and some of the guys would secretly joke about how they must have only served 
cornbread and red beans and rice because Duncan was a big corn-fed country boy. Of course, they never said such things when he was around, but all the corn or cornbread in the world didn't stop him from being head-whipping fast. As outstanding athletes are wont to do, Duncan would often refer to himself in the third person. Duncan ain't caring about nobody's feelings today, he would say before a big game, meaning that he had no sympathy for the rest of us mere 100-pound mortals waiting for our testosterone to kick in. One year, a pro scout from the Oakland Raiders came to watch our game because of the legend of Duncan, and we were still just playing flag football. But no one had the courage or the speed to take Duncan's flag, so he scored at will. We all knew an athlete like that in high school or college, the one who made it look so easy. He was the starting quarterback, the all-state shooting guard who could leap out of the building, the glorified center fielder or the 100-meter sprinter in track, the natural. Welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio, where we challenge the fitness between your ears. I'm your host, Tiaja, and on today's show, our 20th episode, we will be concluding our two-part series titled, What You Must Learn from Athletes Before 2018. So I want to continue to share with you some personal testimonies from the vault of what I call the inner athlete. Technology may have flattened the world, and thus the way we work, but the way we approach each day speaks to the technology of the soul. 2018 will be just another year unless you decide today that it won't be. It is Tuesday, December the 19th, 2017. Let's flow. I know a lot of you believe athletes are prideful, boastful, and lack humility, which is undeniably true for some. But isn't it interesting how you never hear such negative commentary regarding someone's doctor who argues with them to the extent of wishing illness or worse if you disagree with them? I've had doctors ride in on their high horse only to leave the appointment either angry or at the least respectful of someone's opinion other than their own. Now, I'm not going to defend the enormous egos of athletes, but let me impose this question to you. Have you ever achieved something that only you believed you could? And how many sleepless nights did it require to get the job done? How many tears did you weep in the midnight hour? How much loneliness did you feel along the way? See, we should never judge another unless we have walked in their shoes. No one knows what you or that person had to overcome to ascend to their station in life or achieve their goal. It kills me when I hear someone assume some buff guy got that way because of steroids. Many have, but there are just as many, if not more, who have not used any PDs. Just like I hear women dismissing other women because... She may have lost a bunch of body fat as having some type of body-altering surgery. Well, many women do. Most don't. Sometimes we need to take a step back and breathe, then give people the props they deserve. After all, the universe only promotes ideas and thoughts that benefit and build. It simply tolerates all the other lower frequencies of hate. But let me add this. Did you realize that hating on someone else's success is a form of visualization as well? As I mentioned in a previous episode, your trillions of sales are always ear-hustling your conversation and taking notes on your moves. So when you give in to the temptation of putting someone else down or wishing them ill, your sales record that and loop those very thoughts back to you in the form of self-doubt and unbelief. See, you can't hate on someone else's vision while promoting your own. The universe just doesn't work that way. As they say, garbage in, garbage out. Your mind will believe whatever it feeds on as a steady diet. 
Anyway, I digress. What most athletes know that we don't know is that if you wait until you step onto the field before you start thinking about winning the game, that it's already too late. I used to always tell my clients that if they wanted to achieve the body of their dreams by the summer, then they must begin to do the necessary eating, exercising and hydrating and resting by the fall of that same year at the latest. If you want to play the penny stocks, then, ex then expect little reward for little risk. But if you want to accrue dividends every year, then you must invest in the blue chip stocks like Microsoft, Amazon and Google where you become a shareholder and not just an investor of risk. Going into business for yourself with no plan is planning to fail. The same holds true for all goals in life. Visualization is a planned event. It is an all-out assault on hope and possibility. It is a full court press on faith. Most of us, however, are still operating out of the mental charter of our parents. We think we're running our lives, but our brilliant ideas and thoughts have mostly been handed down to us like old worn clothes. We think our intentions are self-affirming and from those intentions we believe we are creating new possibilities. But sadly, we're simply recycling old data, knee-jerk conditioning and automatic behaviors, most of which we learned before we were five. We're like Pavlov's dog, simply reacting to patterns we've emulated, borrowed from the intelligence of the ages, which we convince ourselves are our own wise choices. Most of the thoughts we assume are our own are really the weak and largely unquestioned beliefs we've downloaded from others. So we fight and shout down any positive thoughts we might have because it's easier to protect our own disempowering programming. In other words, we wage battle with our own consciousness, that force that always affects physical reality. And by doing so, we hijack our destiny. In his book titled The Sports Gene, Inside the Science of Extraordinary Athletic Performance, David Epstein writes, In April 2003, an international consortium of scientists announced the completion of the Human Genome Project. Following 13 years of toil and 200,000 years of anatomically modern man, the project had mapped the human genome. All 23,000 or so regions of DNA that contain genes had been identified. Suddenly, researchers knew where to begin looking for the deepest roots of human traits, from hair color to hereditary disease and hand-eye coordination. But they underestimated how difficult the genetic instructions would be to read. Imagine the genome as a 23,000-page recipe book that resides at the center of every human cell and provides directions for the creation of the body. If you could read those 23,000 pages, then you would be able to understand everything about how the body is made. Well, that was the wishful thinking of scientists anyway. Instead, not only do some of the 23,000 pages have instructions for many different functions in the body, but if, you, if, but if one page is moved or altered or torn out, then some of the other 22,999 pages may suddenly contain new instructions. See, much of our lives are spent undoing things that happened to us in our past. If you can accept life as a blessing and remain focused, you can give yourself permission to add positive thoughts and experiences to your life without the effort of subtraction. Oftentimes, we must teach to others the very things we need. Albert Einstein once said that the same level of thinking that caused a problem 
will not solve it. We do things we value or we don't do things because of unbelief. For instance, some people exercise but quit after the first 30 days of their New Year's resolution. One of the reasons people fail at anything is because they don't value that thing. In this instance, I'm talking exercise. The adage, fake it until you make it, can only take you so far. At some point, your mind distinguishes the difference between reality and fantasy, not because it stops believing in your vision. But as I mentioned earlier, you, can, you can't visualize weight loss without making concrete changes to lose weight. To say someone is smarter than you or bigger and faster than you or more attractive than you and that's why they've achieved a certain status or can do a certain thing with ease is the equivalent of looking at someone in the gym lifting a lot of weight and thinking that person can do it because they're strong. No, the reason they're strong is because that's what they're doing. Shifting your way of thinking just by a single degree can have a major impact on the results you achieve and receive in life. Perhaps my junior high school friend, Duncan, was more than athletically gifted after all. Maybe he knew something I didn't. It has been said that through struggles come strength, that we must go through things to get stronger. Well, I used to believe that. I used to believe that one must struggle to achieve anything of significance. But what I've since learned on my journey is that struggle, though seemingly inevitable, isn't what produces growth. What produces growth is learning how to avoid struggle. Not to deny its existence or pretend it doesn't exist, but give oneself permission to move to a higher frequency where flow, not struggle, is the norm. Some would argue that I'm just splitting hairs here and these are simply semantic differences. I think not. Babies struggle to walk at eight months to a year and we accept that as normal. But if that same baby were struggling to walk at age five, we would look at their struggle in an entirely different way. We would view it in the context of a problem. What we must learn from athletes before 2018 is not only how to stay in the game, which means we must take care of our health, remember my model, self-care over health care, but in addition to staying in the game, we must see ourselves winning before we ever step onto the court or onto our field of dreams. Before I conclude this milestone episode number 20, I want to thank you all for listening to our broadcast. No matter where you are in the world, I have felt your love. So allow me to wish you all a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Id, or Kwanzaa. However you celebrate this holiday, know that you are the reason love is still the raw material the universe uses for lasting change. So if you're looking to change you or your circumstances or both in 2018, then you're going to have to flow with the currency of love. But let me first take you through a glimpse of the mind of a champion. I want you to close your eyes and visualize your best version of you. Now I want you to reclaim yourself. Remove all the world's dust from your soul. See yourself physically removing the dust and casting it out to sea. Now take a deep breath again. Here's where I want you to reclaim your youth. Not being younger, but your youth. Youth doesn't belong to the young. Indeed, we have all known young people who have the energy and outlook of an old person. So being young has nothing to do with it. Most youth, in fact, is wasted on the young. Remember how much youth you wasted when you were young? Restoration of your youth is one of the seeds of health. So now, breathe and restore your youth. Reclaim and remember 
Now I want you to think about the one thing, not several things, because we all have a wish list. But the one thing you know is a priority for you to accomplish in 2018. It could be weight loss, uh, beating cancer or diabetes, getting out of debt, firing your boss and starting your own business. It could be securing a more meaningful relationship or ridding your life of toxic ones. Whatever it is that you must get done, begin to see yourself doing it. You are no longer on the sidelines of life watching others get what you know in your heart of hearts belongs to you as well. You are leaving the realm of dreaming and moving into the realm of achieving, knowing that every achievement is recycled back into the body, mind, and soul as greater potential and massive faith in your ability to accomplish what were once just distant dreams. Dear friends, I wish above all things that you be in health and that you prosper just as your soul prospers. You've been listening to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, Tiaja. Please join us next week as we continue to challenge the fitness between your ears. And don't forget to check out our website at www.urbanxfitness.net. Once there, feel free to leave a comment or ask a question you might have regarding any of our broadcasts. You will also uh, find our online store, the Urban X Experience Fit Stores 1 and 2, as well as our top-selling nutritional products, Cherry Minerals, Ion Magnesium, and Kiani products. And soon, our online bookstore featuring our upcoming release, The 10 Seeds Planet for Health, along with other powerful authors and ebooks. Until next week, Merry Christmas, and as always, walk in health and peace.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.